Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to our midweek podcast for Mavilla Presbyterian Church. Uh, this podcast is for Tuesday, the 24th of November, 2020. We come together in Jesus' name this evening uh, to worship and to remind ourselves of God's rich promises in Jesus, our Saviour. We come together in his name and by his spirit we uh, look uh, to have fellowship with one another. As we come together this evening, uh, you will have heard by now, uh, last week uh, the executive uh, um, has told us that uh, because of uh, the high numbers of COVID, we are going to have to close our church building again uh, for a short period of time. Uh, This is not ideal as we look uh, to meet together again in our church building, but for the next two Sundays, uh, the church building will remain closed for our Sunday worship, uh, but we will be continuing to have our worship services on our online platform from our YouTube channel starting at 11am. This also means that sadly our uh, communion service on Sunday the 6th of December will be delayed. Uh, but it is hopeful that the following week uh, we will be able to have that communion service then too. Um, when we get more details about this, then we, we will be letting you know through our WhatsApp group and our online platforms. We come together this evening uh, to worship God, to recognise uh, that even in the strangeness of these days, that we may know of him working through our lives. And as we do that, let us come to our God now in prayer. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, you are the God in which we meet this evening. You are the God who knows every situation that comes our way. And we thank you, Lord, that our lives are in your hands. That we may know, Lord, of the rich blessings in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, how we need to know of a God such as you in these days. When there is so much uncertainty, when there is so much um, distress in our lives. We thank you that you are the one, Lord, who will bring a sense of peace a sense of comfort through all things. And Heavenly Father, as we come before you this evening, we recognise how easily, Lord, we can wander away from you. How easily, Lord, we can look to other things for blessing and hope in life. But things that are not of you are temporary. Things, Lord, of this world will fade away. But in you, Lord, There is everlasting fulfilment. Lord, we pray for your forgiveness. We pray for that awareness, Lord, of your uh, blessing in our life. And Lord, as we look to worship you this evening, we pray for that awareness uh, of you coming before us, meeting with us uh, in your word. We ask this now in Jesus' name. Amen. As we come 
uh, to worship God this evening. Let me read to you just some words uh, from the Psalms as we uh, begin. These words are taken uh, from Psalm uh, 93. The Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed in majesty and is armed with strength. The world is firmly established and it cannot be moved. Your throne was established long ago. You are from all eternity. The seas have lifted up, O Lord. The seas have lifted up their voice. The seas have lifted up their pounding waves. Mightier than the thunder of the great waters. Mightier than the breakers of the sea. The Lord on high is mighty. Your statutes stand firm. Holiness ordains your house for endless days, O Lord. We come to worship our God who reigns on high this evening. And we'll do that now with our first item of praise. Sung to us uh, by Jonathan Ray uh, and his family. This praise is entitled, Jesus Shall Reign. Yeah. 
Tonight we're going to continue our studies in the book of Nehemiah and uh, tonight our scripture reading is taken from Nehemiah chapter 4 and we're going to read verses 15 down to 20. This is the word of God. When our enemies heard that we were aware of their plot and that God had frustrated it, we all returned to the wall, each to his own work. From that day on, half of my men did the work, while the other half were equipped with spears, shields, bows and armour. The officers posted themselves behind all the people of Judah who were building the wall. Those who carried materials did their work with one hand and held a weapon in the other. And each of the builders wore his sword at his side as he worked. But the man who sounded the trumpet stayed with me. Then I said to the nobles, the officers and the rest of the people, The work is extensive and spread out, and we are widely separated from each other along the wall. Wherever you hear the sound of the trumpet, join us there. Our God will fight for us. Here is the reading of God's word to us this evening. Let us come before God now in prayer. Heavenly Father, as we approach your word this evening, Lord, we recognise that as we follow you, there will be difficulties, there will be hardships, but we also recognise that this is kingdom-building work, that we may know, Lord, of your eternal purposes, that we may know that all things that we may face, we face with you, the God who fights for us. Help us know that this day, Heavenly Father, help us follow you in all that we may do. And we ask these things now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as we turn to God's word this evening, We recognise Nehemiah in the middle of this process of rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. Of recognising a place that has went um, to the wayside. That the the place of Jerusalem once stood proudly as a place uh, of majesty and power was lying in ruins. And as Nehemiah follows uh, his uh, God's will for his life, he sees that God has called him to rebuild these structures. He has in this passage a confidence in what God is calling him to do. And as believers in God, Nehemiah and the, the people of Jerusalem had a power in their lives that enemies knew nothing about. 
They had invisible resources for times of danger. Their great and awesome God would stand with them in the crisis. Isn't that what we need to know? As we see through these words of Nehemiah, there is great opposition that comes their way. But they know the God who is with them. The God who will continue to be with them even when times get tough. Remembering that God was with them, uh, then it brings confidence, it brings real courage in what they are doing. There were also great times when there was discouragement, when God's people were unsure about what way things were going to go. And keenly aware of such intense discouragement, we see Nehemiah devise a strategy to meet, to meet this crisis. He mobilizes his team by making sure that the most vulnerable parts of the wall were protected by appointed guards. And also, we see um, in uh, uh, verses 19 and 20, and also earlier in this chapter, Nehemiah shared his faith with the people. He stood up, uh, up in the public assembly and urged the people. In verse 14, Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and will f- and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives and your homes. Then again in verse 19 and 20, the work is extensive and spread out. And we are widely separated from each other along the wall. But whenever you hear the sound of the trumpet, join uh, us there. Our God will fight for us. Nehemiah recognises God is with them in all that they face. Their leader, Nehemiah, knew what it was to be overcome with terror. He could um, be sympathetic uh, with the fears of his colleagues. But he also believed that fear is conquered by reflecting on God, remembering that the Lord is with them. That is what Nehemiah used in the words of his opening prayer back in chapter 1, remembering who God was. And Nehemiah goes on to describe his readings from the coming threats and opposition. Now he's leading this venture in the city. He reminds himself and his contemporaries of God's uniqueness, his greatness, his awesomeness. He recognises a God of great power, a God of holiness that no one can come close to. We see through this passage that the people of Jerusalem had to combine their work uh, with uh, war. Each man had to carry his trial in one hand and a sword in the other. Charles Haddon Spurgeon was a great English preacher during the 19th century and he published a newspaper in his church called The The Sword and the Trial, a name clearly coming from this chapter in Nehemiah. Spurgeon said that Christians should always be building the kingdom of God 
yet they should also be ready for battle at any moment. Nehemiah wanted the people to know that God would fight for them, but he also wanted them to know that they had to be prepared to serve as God's instruments in that fight. The work of rebuilding would cause them to be spread out and separated from one another, but at the sound of the trumpet they all had to gather wherever the battle might be. The Lord had promised to meet the needs of his people, however serious their opposition would be, and would not go back to uh, on his word. The circumstances had changed. The work was more difficult and the enemies were more active, but the Lord was exactly the same. The first step that God's people must do is remember who their God is. And as they done that, they were enabled to continue, not because they had this great, robust faith, but because they trusted in a reliable God. It is clear from this passage that there were times when the people's trust and uh, faith was frail. But Nehemiah's confident words brought strength, brought courage to their work. What is it we're trusting in in our lives? If we think it is how great our faith is and how strong we may be, then we will fail. We will fall down. But as we recognise who our God is, recognise his power, recognise his holiness, then we will continue on. The Apostle Paul reminds us that it is in our weakness that God's strength is seen. It is through him that we may know great courage and confidence in life. Are you feeling frail and weak at this time? Are you feeling that there is a sense of, I, I do not know what way to go? Then remember who your God is. Remember the God who sent his only son into this world, that you may know real and living life in his name. Remember the one who sent his only son to the place of crucifixion in order that you may not have to face that judgment. Remember the God who brought the place of death back to life. The one who conquered death. The one who we can place our trust in for eternal life. This is the God whom we trust in. This is the God who will see us through, through all battles that we may face. Let us come to him now in prayer. Heavenly Fowler, as we recognise you, the God of all creation, the one who is able for every situation that we may meet, we ask, Lord, that we may come to rest in you. Fill us this day with your power and your character 
Help us know what it means to know you, to seek you in every circumstance. Help us to rest in your great and mighty arms, we ask it. In Jesus' loving name, Amen. We're going to praise God again now with an item of praise again sung by Jonathan Ray and his family. This piece entitled Cornerstone.
Well, as we come to the end of our podcast this evening, let us take some time uh, to pray for one another as we close. We want to remember uh, those who are are dealing with um, bereavement at this time. And even this week, uh, we know uh, of another sister in the Lord who has been taken home. And we want to remember Millie's family um, through these days. Um, and details uh, later on in the week uh, will become clear of how we can watch uh, Millie's Thanksgiving service on Friday afternoon. We want to remember uh, Millie who will find a sense of fear of the lockdown coming back into place. A sense of uncertainty about what way things are going to go with their livelihoods. And we want to continue to remember those in prayer and bring them before God. As we do that, I, I want to read these words from First uh, Corinthians chapter 1. The Apostle Paul speaking uh, to the church at Corinth and he says this. I always thank God for you because of his grace given you in Christ Jesus. For in him you have been enriched in every way in all your speaking and all your knowledge. Because your our testimony about Christ was confirmed in you, therefore you do not lack any spiritual gift, as you eagerly wait for our God, our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. He will keep you strong to the end, so that you will be blameless on the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, who has called you into fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, is faithful. What words of great comfort and reassurance. We have been brought into this great place of fellowship and strength. Not because of our great faith, not because of how great we are, but because of our faithful God. Let us come before him now in prayers for others. Heavenly Father, we look to you this evening for all hope. We thank you, Lord, that you are the one who is faithful. You are the one in where great certainty lies. And we ask, Lord, that as we draw us, as we draw one another close to you, that we may know of that great reassurance of your grace and mercy in our lives. Lord, particularly tonight, we think of those, Lord, who have been bereaved over these last weeks. We ask, Lord, of your hand to be upon them, Lord, as they continue to miss loved ones, as they recognise, Lord, the loss in their lives. We ask, Lord, that you may bring comfort and direction to them in all that they do. Particularly this evening, Lord, we think of Millie's family, Asking, Lord, that they may know of your hand upon them and all that they may do. That you may bring um, a sense of peace, Lord, as they look to put plans in place for this Thanksgiving service on Friday. We ask, Lord, that they may know of your comfort and peace in all that they may do. Lord, we want to lift up to you all in our community at this time. 
Lord, as we face this uh, next lockdown happening, Lord, we pray for those, Lord, who are feeling anxious and worried about what uh, this might uh, this might happen, Lord, to their uh, mental lives, to their uh, livelihoods, uh, to all, Lord, that may be uh, facing them. We ask, Lord, that they may be aware of you, the God who is able, the God who will fight for them, Lord, in the name of Jesus, the God who will be able uh, to strengthen and equip them for all that they may face. Lord, we recognise that in this period, Lord, of isolation, period, Lord, of restrictions, that in Jesus, Lord, there are no restrictions. There is, a, there is no sense of being alone. For you are the God who journeys with us. Help us know this in all that we may face. And we pray for those who are vulnerable at this time. That they may know of your gracious and loving hand upon them. Lord, we lift up our young people before you at this time as well. Asking, Lord, that you may continue to protect and help them, Lord, through these days. Lord, we do thank you that our schools are continuing to be open. But we ask, Lord, for all who are working there, all who are taking part, that they may know of your hand upon them in all that they do. Lord, we lift up one another before you now. Asking, Lord, for the name of Jesus to be upon each one. In, in his name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Let us finish together with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you for listening, everyone, and God bless.